Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Batting third, number eight, center fielder Shane Victorino. You know, Mike Sielski, I have had lengthy discussions with friends over the years as to what's your favorite Dan Baker name, which is of all of the Phillies who have played over the years. And Dan Baker has announced hundreds and hundreds of names, if not more. What's the name you like to hear the most? And I think that was mine. I'm thinking back to being a kid, uh, growing up watching the Phillies in the 80s. And I think my favorite Dan Baker name was probably one that was a favorite of Harry Callis's too, that Juan Samuel. Ah, well, there you go. Well, we are honored uh, to be joined by Dan Baker right now. Uh, last night, the Phillies had a terrific celebration of Dan's 50 years as the ballpark voice of the Phillies. Dan, it was, it was really, it was tremendous to see you there with your wife and your daughter, and I thought you gave an inspired speech and... I just got to tell you, from my, my perspective, it was, it was a perfect night to honor you. Well, thank you very much, Glenn and Mike and Kyle. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun last night, and the Phillies have a great tradition, and uh, I'm so proud to be a small part of it. I just want to set up some of the numbers here because it's pretty astounding. As we said, you're in your 50th year as the ballpark voice. Uh, there are only two who have ever done it longer the record is 59, 59 seasons by Pat Piper of the Cubs from 1916 to 1974. Dan, you got another decade in you, I have no doubt. Uh, Matt Galb of The Athletic did a piece and estimated by the end of the year, Dan will have announced 4,000 Phillies games, 300,000 batters, and said the names of almost 20% of all major league hitters ever to take an at-bat. Dan, when you hear that about yourself, how does that make you feel? It's just a function of being around for a long time. Um, and, uh, of course, I'm very, very proud to be associated with the Phillies. Uh, I fell in love with them from the time my father first took my brother Rick and me to a Phillies game in 1954 at Connie Mack Stadium. Always wondered... Uh, how I could be a regular participant, uh, perhaps like you guys, you know, as a young kid, I'm thinking in terms of me being a player. And then, of course, become uh, reality sets in for most of us, I guess, in our teen years. And, you know, 
I guess I'm not going to be a professional athlete. And I thought, uh, well, I still would like to go to those games, though. All that green grass, that excitement, the sounds, the smells, the Phillies. You know, oh, yeah. it was just great. And uh, uh, luckily, things worked out. Dan, I have a question I think people would be curious to know the answer to. How did you become the voice, the ballpark voice of the Phillies? Well, it was really a, a stroke of good luck. Um, Pat Cassidy, uh, who was the uh, chief press box steward for the Eagles, and I started out in the late 60s when I was still in college at Glassboro State undergrad, um, keeping statistics and spotting for visiting announcers. Um, and then uh, uh, Mr. Cassidy would see me get there early, and I'd get my box lunch, you know, and I think I was making my $15 a game. And <laughs> hey, son, where, what do you want to do? I uh, said, oh, I'd, uh, you know, I'm hoping uh, to be a play-by-play announcer someday. And uh, he said, well, you know, the Phillies are thinking of uh, changing uh, PA announcers. We're not committed to doing that yet. This was after the first year of the vet, 1971. And he said, uh, my, bo- my boss, Bill Giles, will make that call. And uh, So you immediately bribed Bill Giles. Oh, no, no, no bribery here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Pat Cassidy was kind enough to uh, suggest me to Bill Giles as an up-and-coming sportscaster who uh, had a baseball background. And um, he said, uh, Mr. Cassie gave me his card. He said, you give me a call next week, and I'll see if I can set this interview up for you. So I called him the following week, and Pat Cassidy said, I've got, you've got the interview. All you have to do is call Bill and make the appointment. So, Mr. Cassidy, thank you so much. What an opportunity. I had actually, uh, Glenn and Mike, written to the Phillies, written to Larry Shank several times before this, inquiring about opportunities. Of course, probably one of just hundreds of letters that Larry would have received. I always got a, re- a polite reply, but it was usually that there's no openings at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, thank mm-hmm. you for your interest. So anyway... I, so in the fall of 71, I interviewed with Bill Giles. Bill is uh, just a great baseball man, as you know, and a great showman. And uh, the main thing that Bill wanted to know is that I knew baseball. And uh, it seemed to me in our interview almost as important as uh, having a good speaking voice mm-hmm. and uh talking clearly and enunciating properly, Bill wanted someone who would also run the game-in-progress scoreboard. Right. Wow. Balls, strikes, outs, runs, hits, errors. And uh, so he was asking me some baseball questions. And he said, uh, is this something you think you could handle? And uh, I said, Mr. Giles, if you hire me, I will be the quickest and most accurate in baseball. And, you know, I've been in interviews where I've said the wrong thing, and I knew I just knocked myself out of the water. But I, but I looked at Mr. Giles' 
face when I said that, and I think, and I knew I said the right thing. And you did, and of course, I'm sorry, you did that for many, many years. Um, let me ask you this. You're, probably other than Merrill Reese, your voice is the most imitated in town. Every kid playing wiffle ball, you know, they get up, you know, now batting, and they do it. Joe Conklin does it well. I don't. But everybody does it. Do people come up to you imitating you, and do you think they ever sound like you? Some do. Joe Conklin certainly does. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, you know, there are a few. It's like I used to imitate Dave, Dave Zinkoff all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, up. sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, they say that uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So I take it as a high compliment. And uh, I thank people for uh, trying to imitate me and, and uh, take it as a compliment. Dan, there are obviously players who have come through the Phillies who have been here a long time who fans are familiar with you saying their names again and again. You think about you know Mike Schmidt or Michael Jack Schmidt. You think about Chase Utley, Ryan Howard, these sorts of guys. Are there certain names of Phillies players who you didn't get to say all that often but really, really liked to say when you got the chance to, a guy who was only here a short period of time or something along those lines? Yeah, there are probably a few like that. Uh, Mike, I, none seem to come to mind right at the moment. Uh, but there are, uh, apart from number 19, left fielder Greg Luzinski, <laughs> or number 12, second baseman Nick, Morandini. Um, there's a lot of other names that I enjoy saying. When, when people ask me, uh, Glenn and Mike, uh, about my favorite names, I usually try to put it in a generic uh, uh, answer uh, that I like the polysyllabic names <laughs> uh, because the multiple syllables lend themselves to a more melodic interpretation. I, I would just, sorry, Dan, I don't mean to interrupt, but I would just like to point out that's probably the first time in sports talk radio history someone has used the word polysyllabic <laughs> on the air. I, I'm thinking uh, Nick Castellanos was a good signing for you. Yes, yes. Give me one, please. Now batting for the Phillies, right fielder Nick Castellanos. Yeah, that's great. You know, Gary Matthews said Gary, he is. I know you're you're saying it with a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> um, when um, I, Gary Matthews once said that when he heard you announce his names, it gave him goosebumps. That had to make you feel good. It sure does, uh, Chris. I'm a big fan of Sarge. Sarge is here this weekend. Uh, to me, uh, Glenn and Mike, this is the greatest regular season. Weekend year in and year out with the Phillies, alumni weekend and Wall of Fame night, and it's really exciting at the ballpark. I'll tell you, it was electric there last night. Dan, yeah. I want to tell our listeners just a quick anecdote. When I was a senior at uh, LaSalle University in the fall of 1996, I was able to travel to cover a couple basketball tournaments that the men's team was playing, and you at the time were the play-by-play voice of the Explorers, uh, and I was... You know, a 21-year-old kid, nervous as heck to meet you. And I don't know if you remember this. You actually had me keep stats for you 
during those broadcasts. Um, so I kind of wanted to say thank you for treating a young snot-nosed kid who wanted to get into this business uh, with so much graciousness. It was my pleasure, Mike. And, you know, uh, I'm sure this is true uh, of Glenn as well. Um, I had a lot of people help me along the way, and I, I have tried to reach out and help young people, um, you know, especially if someone asks for my help. But um, I think we all need some assistance uh, along the way. And um, you never know uh, when somebody can help open a door. And I try to encourage people to network and get as much experience as they can because you never know when that door is going to open for you. Absolutely. You pay it forward. Dan, one more thing. I think people know that you've gone through some health issues, some cancer, some radiation treatments. Uh, you look great last night. You sound terrific this year. You doing well? I'm doing well. Um, I had a couple of surgeries uh, July 15th and 16th. I'm actually going to have another uh, minor surgery, uh, an outpatient surgery, next Friday. Um, it's going to be a, a, a little skin graft uh, from my leg to my arm. But um, I just received wonderful, wonderful care. The doctors, the nurses, the medical staff at Jefferson the otolaryngology department, the infectious disease department. My uh, case was a pretty complex one, but I, I just think the doctors have been brilliant. And uh, here I am, uh, what a fortunate person uh, am I, uh, to continue my Feliz career, to be with my family and friends, uh, and to be on this wonderful, wonderful Saturday radio show <laughs> Thank you. Glenn Macnow and Mike Sealski. I've been listening to your show, Glenn, with Ray Didinger. Uh, my wife and I almost never miss a Saturday. And uh, I'm glad to see you have another great partner to team up with. Well, thank you. Thank so, you, Dan. So nine years from Pat Piper's record, and uh, I am counting on it. I'm counting on uh, talking to you then. Uh, one last request, our producer, Kyle, who you were so nice to, says his favorite ever. Kyle, who was your favorite ever? My favorite was Carlos Ruiz. Can you give him one before you go? Now batting for the Phillies, number 51, catcher, Carlos Ruiz. Oh, it's so great. Dan, um, congrats. We wish you and your wife and your family the best, and thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Glenn and Mike. All right. Thank you, Dan. Have a great one. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.